Once you get past uh, your 75th birthday, uh, if you even get past it, uh, pretty much everything after that uh, feels like its own very special anniversary. So uh, I think that's where we're where we're at with BHGP at this point. Right, because we're doing one of these a year. <clears throat> mm-hmm. We we started this in um, 1936. It was one of the very first podcasts of, of all time. Uh, only Emgo Blog was was around before <laughs> us. Um, I think I'm going to open this thing up with "Freedom of '76" by uh, Ween. Like I, it's, a, it's the one Ween song that I actually can tolerate. <laughs> there, there's some other good ones. Buenos tardes, amigo. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Uh, it's better than okay. Shut up. Um, Spinal meningitis got me down. Not that's one. Of one. Their, not one of their best works. Um, well. Anyway. It's an acquired taste. All, all of Ween is an acquired taste. That's certainly true. Um, hmm. Anyway. Perhaps I could have phrased that differently. Anyway. <laughs> um, Batman Adam Jacoby, uh, here on Sunday, selecting Sunday. The, the very one. Not, not the other Sunday. Mm-mm-mm. No, we, we, um, we don't want to get sued. We, we've only gotten like three cease and desist letters in our life. And, uh. Right. And two of those were from Fred Mims. Yes. So, March of Fortification selecting Sunday. Um, the bracket is in. The selection committee headed by former Iowa AD Bob Bullsby has, uh, released the, uh, the selections for this year's, uh, tournament. I'm uh I, I think Bolsby went a little controversial with some of the Whoa. So discussion. You're cutting out. Am I really? Just yeah, just during that last sentence. Oh shit. Um I'm I thinking should... I think Bolsby was how you started that. Okay. Uh I I think Bolsby went a little controversial uh with the picks uh this year. Um so there there's gonna be a lot of discussion to be had. You know, it is an interesting year, and, and we'll we'll wait for that that always anxious interview between Bowlesby and Dick Vitale. Um, <laughs> Contentious as always. Yes, uh, where where Vitale asked why why a 16 and 12 Maryland team didn't make the field, um, and because, he's re- he's really got it in for LaSalle, right? Because Maryland. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, um, with the help of our corporate sponsors, uh, who are our corporate sponsors? Uh, Goodfoot. <laughs> with the help of our corporate sponsors, Goodfoot. And, hey, have you seen the new Barbasol ad, by the way? No. Oh, it's the greatest thing ever. It's, there's a, it's got like an awesome, like, new metal hip hop. Behind it, <laughs> go on. And there's a there's a guy who's I'm not kidding snowboarding. Okay. And and after he gets done snowboarding, he goes to shave with Barbasol. And like the, naturally, the hip hop new wave guy actually goes now shake that can. <laughs> oh, he doesn't. Oh, yes, he does. It's awesome. Oh it's a, my god. It, it it blows away. All of their former advertisements, even even pancakes, even, <laughs> even pre-coital pancakes, yes. has 
does not hold a candle to this thing. It, it's what? great. <laughs> We're going to have to get that on the site very soon. <laughs> yes, somehow. We, will. we will. I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere because there's going to be one guy with like just an, an ounce of sense of irony in the Barbasol offices who's like, this needs to be shown to the masses. Um, anyway, our, our new corporate sponsors from Barbasol um, present uh, our, our two number one seeds this year. And uh, while both of them have factored prominently in March of Fornication in the past, I don't think either one has ever actually been a participant. Um, at least the first one hasn't been a participant officially in any of them, although he is a past winner, <laughs> defending champion. Right, as it, as it were. <laughs> yes. He entered the tournament late, but he uh, uh, was able to take over from there. Um, another guy was on the collision course to win it last year and then got – Derailed by Commissioner Breadman, um, the the Please. first number one seed, the the in the Tim Brewster Regional, uh, your number one, um, Captain Kirk himself, Kirk Ferentz. Yeah, uh, you know he he had a pretty eventful uh, year, uh, a pretty eventful uh, eventful March to March. Um, you know he uh, he he had to uh, completely overhaul his staff. Um, he went to a bowl game. Um, yes. He, um, how'd, how'd, how'd Iowa do in that bowl game? Um, they showed great insight into how not to beat Oklahoma. That is correct. And, um, you know, you know, it, it um, I, I, we'll have to get back to it, but, uh, I, I think the, uh, the first round matchup for, uh, Kirk Ferentz is, is fitting, to say the least. Yes, it is, and we'll get there in a second. But but first, before that, a commercial message from our friends at Barbasol. Now, um, uh, the other number one seed, you mentioned the fact that, that Captain Kirk has had to overhaul his staff uh, this January, December, January, February. Might go into March and April. <laughs> we don't really know when it's going to end. No, we don't. But, but um, he, one of the, the now-departed members of his staff, uh, number one with a bullet. Um, in fact, the committee's overall number one seed, Ken O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. K K O K K O K. Huge year for K O K. Yeah, you got to think so. Um, he he finally gets to go to the NFL. Um, and but but even before that, um, you know he uh, he he really started to. I, I'll say this: I think he started to bloom. <laughs> I I think you're probably correct about that. Um, no, I I mean like he was doing press conferences. Um, he he unveiled his his greatest uh, quarterback training uh, result to date, if you ask me. Um, you know, taking James Vandenberg and going 25 touchdowns, six interceptions, and uh, I, I'm pretty sure over 3,000 yards passing for him. I thought you were going to say that. He took James Vandenberg and went bear hunting because he did that too. He also did that, but I think those two things are quite closely related. <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> they might actually be exactly the same. Um, the bear hunting leading directly to mm-hmm. James's fantastic performance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he. You know, he. Uh, the, the funny part is that we had a, uh, a like a half a post done in a like a four part. BHGP epic called the recruit, which was supposed to be how um, Ken O'Keefe had gone to Keokuk to recruit James Vandenberg and was seduced by his mom um, <laughs> as part of like the graduate. Right. And we had like this great Photoshop work done, and we were like halfway through the first post, and we thought we'll just hold off until the off season on it because it doesn't really fit what we're doing during the season, and obviously he's still going to be here. Next year, so we'll have plenty of time to handle this during June and July. Um, and, now um, he, and now he's gone. Life is precious. <laughs> uh, um, so, yes, in real life and in BHGP life, a huge year for Ken O'Keefe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and now he's off to save the Dolphins. And uh, yes. you, you can't say enough about uh, what a heart of gold this man has for Dolphins. <laughs> he's also um, taking his training methods to Brandon Marshall. I actually, I, I genuinely am fascinated by the, the idea of 
Ken O'Keefe trying to coach Brandon Marshall. Or, or at the very least, trying to communicate with Brandon <laughs> right. Marshall. Right. I, 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 I want to watch every second of this. I want Hard Knocks to be about Miami this year. Mm-hmm. Just to and, see that. Right. And, like, I, they could, they could even skip everything else. Right. I don't care about any of the rest of it, but I, I want this. I, I want to watch this. Um, can you even name the, the Miami starting quarterback? I'm a, well, Henny was, I think, the quarterback last year, wasn't he? I think so. Maybe. Um, but I don't but think I, he's still there. I don't either. Um, and frankly, I don't care. Uh, I, I only care about Ken O'Keefe and Brandon Marshall. Right. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, there's our two number ones. Um, congratulations to both of them. They've had excellent years. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're sure they'll, they'll march, ha ha ha, march straight to the finals without any shenanigans whatsoever. Right. The bracket will stay as is all the way through without anything weird happening involving Paki O'Meara. Correct. Yes. Okay. Um, let's start with the rest of the Tim Brewster regional. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, Kirk Ferentz, um, the number one seed in that bracket. Um, Ferentz draws a very interesting uh, first-round matchup, although one that he probably should handle without issue, um, barring uh, him accidentally ending up in a bus. <laughs> uh, A.J. Derby is the eighth seed in the Brewster Regional. Um, A.J. had an eventful season. He did. Um you, you can't think of ways a season can go any better than how it did for him. Uh, he got he got yanked off quarterback duty. He got arrested. Um, he uh, apparently flunked out, and now he's at a community college where they're going to probably tell him to still play linebacker. Right. Um, so, um, and and also um, he got to watch from the sidelines as Oklahoma demonstrated perfectly how to actually use a quarterback like him. Right. <laughs> over and over and Kirk Ferentz chewed gum and told him to do linebacker drills. Right. Um, hell of a year. You know, I, I, I actually do kind of feel a little bit sorry for him. I, I know there was a lot of kind of anger directed his way and Kirk's way and everybody else's way when he left. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly because he was a local kid who was supposed to be a superstar. But I look, the grades thing, I think everybody kind of agrees, is an issue now because you don't go to community college if, you're, if your goal is to keep playing Division One football and if your grades are good enough to keep you in contention there. Yeah, and, and there probably wouldn't have been uh, much of a shortage of uh, D1, excuse me, like 1A teams uh, who would love to have had him. And, and if he wanted to play right away, then pretty much any 1AA school in the country right. would have bent over backwards for him. Right. So, so when you end up at community college, I think everybody kind of knows there was a, another reason for this. But mm-hmm. if I'm him and Iowa's, I come to Iowa mostly because they're the one team that tells me you will play quarterback for us, and before you even take a snap, they go, yeah, no, you're not going to play quarterback for us. Um, yeah, I'd be pissed. Mm-hmm. And and I don't blame him. I do blame him for punching out a window of a bus before that. But I don't blame him for if he is mad for being mad at that circumstance. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I think he he really took um, Fran McCaffrey's exhortations to heart. Right. He he, he got mad again. He got mad again. Uh, yeah. He also um, he also um, ended up with James Vandenberg in a good cop bad cop. Uh, scenario before the Minnesota game that never really came to fruition because we were writing it presuming we were going to beat Minnesota. Yeah, and, and that was, uh, <laughs> you know, you'd like to be able to make that assumption. You know, everyone says don't assume things, but, uh, you know, I assume things like the sun's going to rise uh, every day, right. and I, I assume that my internal organs are going to be working perfectly um, or, you know, uh, acceptably day-to-day. Um and that, you know, my head won't fall off or anything. And I, I like to assume that uh, Iowa is going to uh, be able to beat uh, an absolutely horrible Minnesota team. Maybe one, of, maybe one of the worst in history. Right. And, well, it's certainly in post-World War II 
right. uh, history, you know, the modern era. Um, things were weird before World War II in college football. Um, uh, but, yeah, like one just an absolute garbage Minnesota team. Uh, yeah, you'd like to assume that, yep. that Iowa would win that didn't, game. Didn't exactly work out, and AJ no. was quickly off the team. Yes. Those things weren't related necessarily, but that's kind of... Well, let people draw their own conclusions. <laughs> All right. Um, this is a very... Actually, this is an incredibly interesting part of the bracket because the 4-5 matchup here also has a, a bevy of, of implications and uh, storylines that could erupt both within it its own game and in the second round against presumably Kirk Ferentz. Presumably. Yes, and you, you don't like to assume that, but uh, an eight has never beaten a one in March of Fornication. Mm-hmm. And, and usually it, it's not even close. Right. Yeah. But but anyway. Anyway, the four seed, uh, another now departed member of the, the football staff, um, the man who could kick your ass with only one leg, Norm Parker. Yes, big Norm. Um, you know, he, he's off to that uh, giant... Uh, Steak and frosting factory in the sky. Uh, <laughs> or, or no, wait, no, he's not dead. Uh, no, uh, the, the steak and frosting factory at Oak Knoll. I mean, like, oh uh, yeah, he's just uh, tired. Yep, he he's is still around. Um, and and, and uh, you know, he's. Uh, I, I think that he is to BHCP what Joe Biden is to Democrats. Uh, I, I'm not. Uh, you know, trying to advocate anything no politically. Politics. Yeah, no, no politics. politics, no politics. But, you know, he's the lovable uncle uh, who who might not be all there. And uh, but you know, he'll he'll give you a big hug anyway, and 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 tell stories that might not make sense. And <laughs> um, you know, you you need people like that in your life. Yeah, and and um, you know, the the last year defense notwithstanding, and I think there were a number of reasons that had nothing to do with Norm that the last year's defense stunk, but um, he will be missed both on the field and off. Yes, that that is correct. There, there, there is also that, that he's uh, probably one of the three greatest defensive coordinators in Iowa history. Right. Um, and I, I only say one of the three because I haven't looked over who Hayden had uh, or, or where everyone was specifically, but um, you know, I don't want to have to choose between Norm Parker and Bill Bershear, for example. So, right. so let's just leave it at that. But I think that's a fair. I think that's a fair hedge. Mm-hmm. So, um, Norm, Norm, Norm yeah, gotta love him. Five seed, the Franimal himself, Fran McCaffrey, rocket ass Fran McCaffrey. <laughs> I, I I thought the seed was too low. Um, you know, he he's gonna have Iowa in uh, in a March situation. Um, and God bless him for it. Um, but you know, we, we, we didn't do a whole lot with him other than what, uh, Horace E. Cow, uh, was doing with Frangraphs. Uh, I think that's why his seed was down. I don't, I think it was less about his actual performance because he was, he's, he's been quite good. In fact, I was just watching, mm-hmm. um, The Journey, which is sometimes actually a pretty good TV show. They did the senior one and they had, Matt Gatons and Mike Gatons talking. And Mike goes, look, what McCaffrey's done here is incredible. The team is twice as good as they were the year before, and Matt's twice as good as he was the year before. Right. Um, and that's not an exaggeration either. No. Um, he's, he's done a phenomenal job on court. We just haven't done anything with him yet because I think everybody's just kind of still feeling out mm-hmm. how exactly we handle a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> right. But... Um, you know, it's it's still a honeymoon period, and uh, you you don't talk shit to your wife during the honeymoon, you know. Right. So, um, if if you ask Bob Bowlesby in the seating committee, I'm sure they would tell you that's probably the reason why his seed was at a five. Um, but I think I think he's dangerous. I think people are going to want to uh, vote for him. Well, and what this does, Norm versus Franimal, um, gives rise to the. The discussion that, that came up when he first hit campus, when when uh, Norm and Brands were out on the iClub circuit with Fran, mm-hmm. um, Norm uh, spinning yarns <laughs> and Brands threatening to fight people in order to <laughs> rile the crowd up for when McCaffrey got up and said, um, "I'm the basketball coach, and we're going to be better <laughs> at basketball now." 
Um, so they have a history together. They do. They uh, they clearly have at least a, a couple of personality traits that are similar. Um, and both would be a formidable matchup for Kirk Ferentz the second round. Yeah, you you can't sleep on either one of those if you're yes. if you're Kirk Ferentz uh, or or if you're uh, Burke Barrens. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, Burke Barrens is the one seat in the other region, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's move on. Yes. Um, this is where things get a little bit weird in the Tim Brewster regional. The first four, <laughs> the first four people are actual people. The last four, <laughs> certainly are not. Um, the three seed, um, I, I, I got to tell you, it was great for traffic. Um, the Cyhawk Trophy. <laughs> Let me demonstrate this corn to you, my son. Tebow. <laughs> he, he, he's, he's three quarters of the way to Tebowing with the corn. All he has to do is, like, <laughs> put it against his put forehead. Put his head to the corn. <laughs> is that a thing that farmers do? I um, sense what you're telling me, corn. <laughs> Uh, um, the Cyhawk Trophy was was a great little uh, distraction at the mm-hmm. end of August. Um, the Iowa Corn took over the Cyhawk Trophy itself because, as we have found out over the last few years, everything is for sale in Iowa athletics. Um, they, they decided to retire the old hideous um, Cyhawk Trophy and replace it with one that was actually kind of more hideous. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> um, it was kind of a precious moments figurine on a big wooden box, right? Uh, and you, you know, I, I get that they were trying to, um, you know, make a positive statement about farmers and stuff like that. And and there's a time and place for those types of positive statements. And uh, a a football trophy is neither the time nor the place. A football right. trophy isn't a time at all, no. uh, or a place for that matter. Well, it can be, uh, but anyway, uh, but you know, like there's there's kids on it, and I'm not anti kid, but I am anti kid on a football trophy. Right. You know, I'm not anti chocolate and sprinkles, but I am anti them on fried chicken. You know. <laughs> it's, so knock it till you've tried it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm judgmental about my food. Obviously. Uh, it's it's a major weakness of mine, but uh, yeah, it it just it rubbed everybody the wrong way, um, and uh, and and it was funny that they they made the most like they scrapped it once they realized everybody hated it, and then they made like this mo- the most like generic uh, low rent trophy right. <laughs> instead. It was just like a podium with a football on it. Like they just were. We'll just throw this together now because we're Here. not going to. Yeah, we're fine. And it, it and it was actually the best trophy that the rivalry's ever seen. Right. Um, and then it fell apart. I will give Iowa Corn this. Okay. They did. They did it better than the Big Ten did it in this in this respect. They screwed up, but they realized they screwed up and they said, "Fine, if nobody likes it, we'll fix it." Yeah. The Big Ten, the Big Ten, kind of went. Oh yeah, we'll we'll review legends and leaders and see what we think after a year or two. And then, they, of course, they're not going to do anything with it. Everyone just looks like a pompous jackass for being involved with it. But um, at least they had the good the good uh, sense to to scrap it when they realized that it was universally despised by by everyone with a with a. Uh, um, interest in the brain. Yes, everyone with an interest in the game. Um, also. Them getting rid of it so fast led to those awesome ray gun never forget shirts. <laughs> yes, which which I desperately want. I have one. I wore it twice. We lost both games. I'm never wearing it again. Burn it. Burn it. Burn it down. Um, the six seed in that bracket, <laughs> an equally inexplicable uh, piece of uh, I don't know uh, paraphernalia. Sure. Well, maybe if you make it into a bong. <laughs> and I think you could. The Andrew Brommer bobblehead. The, we're we're, we're going to call it the Brommelhead. The Brommelhead. Um, the Andrew Brommer bobblehead was uh, was the most inexplicable of all the bobbleheads. Um, and, and mostly because Andrew Brommer is not a particularly good basketball player. 
Well, didn't they make a Devin Archie one too? Right, they made them for all the seniors. Which, right, okay. Which I, I get to a certain extent. The the beauty of the Brahmer one was one that Horace wrote that post about how it led to, su- to supernatural events. Uh huh. Um, Absolutely. Including like it went up in flames while you were holding it. Um, but the other great part of <laughs> of it was that like I think Brahmer didn't like did he not play on the night that. That sounds that sounds up. right. I yeah, I think that actually happened. And it doesn't even look like him. No, not at all. <clears throat> For one, it's not fouling somebody. <laughs> and two, it looks like it's had a good night's sleep. <laughs> right. Both of those things are not usually the case with old with little Andrew. So uh, Bromelhead, uh, which was cursed and eventually mm-hmm. led to Brommer hurting his knee, um, <laughs> is the sixth seed. Uh, in a very interesting matchup with the Cyhawk Trophy. Which has two bent knees. So you, you got to wonder, you know, is right. that <clears throat> is there some vulnerability there? Maybe. Maybe. Um, the two seed in the Tim Brewster Regional. Uh, Speaking uh, of curses. Right. And this is, it, it could be a very supernatural uh, side of the bracket here. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I, th- I think this seed's going to be pissed that he didn't get a one. Um, airbag, the angry Iowa running back hating God, mm-hmm. uh, a one seed last year who lost because uh, Burke Barrens and Paki Omira, um, I, if I remember correctly, uh, took out all the running backs before it could. Mm-hmm. Is now a two seed. Um, had a hell of a year. Oh, yeah. Uh, as, um, as always, airbag uh, was a total ass kicker. He, he basically... Cleared the cleared the spot out, um, you know. Now, like now, the fourth year in a row, <laughs> it's, it's it's his specialty. Uh, <laughs> if you, if you take one snap uh, of meaningful Hawkeye football at running back, you are doomed. You are toast. Yes. Um, but a good year for Airbag. Bad year for us as a result of it. But he he took out Coker for um, no one's really quite sure what. Uh, I think we know that it's this allegation thing, but it doesn't really matter. That's neither here nor there. He also took out Mikhail McCall for straight bullshit. Mm-hmm. Um, he left DeAndre Johnson in place because he figured DeAndre could just fuck it up himself, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think that there hasn't been nearly enough scrutiny paid to DeAndre Jackson uh, on this one. Um, is he working for Airbag? He might be. He might be. We need to we need to investigate his finances. Follow the money. <laughs> um, the seven seed in the Brewster Regional, tasked with the difficult task of <laughs> <laughs> task um, of of fighting off the angry Iowa running back hating God, um, Coach Vending Machine, who was hired as the. Offensive coordinator? It was one of the coordinators. I think it was. Well, no, actually, it might have been the defensive coordinator. Um, he was hired as one of the coordinators, yes, and he was a coffee machine mm-hmm. <laughs> with, um, with shorts. Yeah, he he didn't last very long, and uh, I I would say that uh, his firing was um, should I guess we would call it acrimonious. I, I guess so. He was definitely heated. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, there, 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 um, there were even reports of a struggle. Yes. Um, anyway, coach vending machine. <laughs> uh, we'll face uh, Igri Iowa running back Haiti God of the first round. Um, with the winner getting the winner of the Cyhawk Trophy and Bromelhead. Here's what I want to know: is um, is a spray of scalding hot coffee airbags one weakness? No one's really found his weakness other than if there's no one left to take out at halfback, he can't do anything. He becomes he becomes uh, uh, powerless. Right. He he he's like a shark that isn't swimming. Then he can't breathe. You know. Exactly. If there's no way, if, there, if he's not taking out running backs, he dies. Yeah. Um, now it could be that he could be blinded by the coffee as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might we might find out in the course mm-hmm. of this matchup we could find out. 
it would be useful information, Indeed. to say the least. Okay. Jay Lehman Regional, <laughs> the honorable uh, patron saint of Blackheart Gold Pants, Jay Lehman. Um, the Jay Lehman Regional, uh, one seed, as we mentioned before, Ken O'Keefe. Um, his first round matchup, um, here for a couple of reasons. One, because he represents or represented Iowa's most hated rival mm-hmm. and, and therefore became part of our um, conversation. But two, because he showed that our most hated rival hadn't learned from Iowa's uh, mistakes involving the turkey on heroin uh, tiger hawk. Um, <laughs> The new Purdue Pete. Uh, Purdue, long uh, since, or, or long time uh, uh, proprietors of a scary as hell mascot. Basically, <laughs> a giant plastic head on a normal body with a Boilermaker sledgehammer Triple H thing going on. Um, and, and basically, the human equivalent of. Uh, eight ball the tigers eyeballs. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, they was was kind of shoved out the door briefly uh, in in favor of a new uh, Purdue Pete, a kinder, gentler foam <laughs> Purdue Pete. It lasted for approximately forty eight hours. Um, Pretty much. In retrospect, we probably should have tried to set it up. So the Cyhawk Trophy played him. Yeah, I, I, you mean Bob Bowlesby should have done right, that. Right, right. Did I mention that Bob Bowlesby was the one who just said that? <laughs> is he still in the room? <laughs> yeah, he is. In fact, he's getting ready for his interview with Dick Vitale. Maryland! And uh, <laughs> so, uh, most hated rival, Purdue Pete, um, didn't last long, but his his effects were were felt throughout the conference. I, uh, I, I think Purdue made the uh, fatal error of trying to approach the Uncanny Valley. <laughs> you, you don't go there with your mascots. Yeah. Just, yeah just don't, don't make them look more human because it just makes them look weirder. Right. And, and the new Purdue Pete looked weird. He, he did. Uh, he, he somehow found a way to look even less like someone that you want your child to approach at a football game. <laughs> That's no easy task. Well, his task is only more difficult in the first round as he faces Ken O'Keefe, a PHGP favorite, and, and Godspeed him. He, he will always be in our hearts. Um, but a second-round matchup, potentially, which could tear... BHGP apart and a BHGP divided against itself cannot cannot nyan cannot nyan <laughs> yes that's right nyan cat is the four seed in the J Lehman regional Jacobus I am so Lehman. happy about this I well you know uh, people who know me uh, know that uh, I have a few weaknesses um, but one of my weaknesses is uh, an unabashed, unironic, uh, and and probably unhealthy uh, love for the Nyan Cat. And uh, you know, I mean, just look at him. He's he's blazing a rainbow uh, in space across the sky. Uh, he's a kitty, or maybe it's she's a kitty. I, I don't think it really matters. She's a kitty. Whoa, whoa, whoa! She's a Nyan, Nyan, Nyan. <laughs> Damn it! That's that's even better, and uh, and the fact that the the cat's body is pop tart, um, it makes it even more endearing. But you know there, there there's no um, there's no pretense, there's no uh, cynicism or negativity. There's there there's no uh, none of the ugliness of the world um, on display there for Nyan Cat. You know it's just Nyaning and and smiling and and um, kind sort of rainbows. Yeah, crap, and well, um, that, that's a mighty big anus if it's really crap in the rainbow. <laughs> I think it's just spontaneously generating the rainbow. Okay. Um, and, uh, Choose to uh, think of it that way. Please. Go ahead. Uh, oh, by the, by the way, uh, for the uh, for this matchup post, we're probably going to have to use my screen cap of uh, Namcat running for 40,000 seconds. <laughs> 
you know, okay, so uh, before we move on to the five seed in that bracket, I do have to make one um, one confession. Uh, long-time listeners to the podcast know that, that I do tend to uh, make new theme songs based on music-related memes. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the general podcast theme song from Keyboard Cat. Uh, there's a Friday theme song. Um, Mad Men. There's the Mad Men one. Um, I, I did attempt a Nyan Cat podcast theme. It would have been impossible. And it failed miserably. Yeah. It, it did not work particularly well, mostly because the Nyan Cat song is so fast you can't possibly get the words out. Yeah, it, it's... Nyan Cat, Nyan Cat, Right, you, you have had to slow it Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you have to slow it down to about seven times, and then, uh, and then record your lyrics and speed it back up. And who's got the time for that, honestly? Right. No one has time for that when they're too busy making up elaborate brackets. Correct. Of fake characters, and then writing about them for a month. Anyway, um, the five seed in the Jay Lehman Regional Nan Cats uh, opponent. And I think one that a lot of people are going to pick as an upset choice. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of history between these two also. Yes. Jamie Pollard, Mm -hmm. Iowa State Athletic Director. Bitter rival of Neon Cat. (laughs) Yes. Really really bitter rival of everything. Just bitter. (laughs) Well, everything is a bitter rival to him. I I think it's the other way around. Right. Uh, He doesn't want... Everything to hate him, but everything hates everything him. Everything hates him. Um, Jamie was a little bit quieter this year. Didn't do a lot um, uh, of of uh, new stuff. He did, however, get his team in or get his football team into the Pinstripe Bowl and uh, was once again duped by Gary Bloodpunch Barda. Um, this time, portraying John Sterling, Yankees baseball announcer John Sterling. Um, making up Iowa State home run calls. <laughs> <laughs> he was also a part of the subject of the Kirk Ferentz and Gary Barta find a uh, uh, time capsule post, but he didn't really show up that much in that one. He did um, fall victim to their elaborate ruse of making them think that Pop Warner was coming back to coach Iowa State. Yeah, um, I, I, I think that... Uh, he hasn't had to replace any coaches, um, which is just always hilarious with him. Right. All, every step of the way. Um, and, you know, ISU was sort of good at sports this year, so you can't really uh, laugh at him for that. So, right. So that, that's why he's not one of the, the higher seeds. And, 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 and while it is kind of hilarious that a team that, that cannot win a game on the road against anybody with a pulse is is still being considered by their fan base to be a return to form, which is actually true because none it of is. the it, teams could ever win a game on the road. Exactly. Um, they, they're they certainly in a better spot, at least this year, um, than oh. Iowa in, in, on the basketball court, and they beat Iowa in football, so you really can't say a whole lot about the guy. Um, he just doesn't quite... You can't quite get over the top to actually come back at Blood Punch with his own elaborate scheme. Because mm-hmm. um, that, that, that would require a, a, a level of uh, thought that um, and sophistication that, you know, if, if he had, he wouldn't be in Ames, you right. know? Well, if he had, he would have won March of Fornication last year, and all this would have stopped. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't exactly. able to do that. Anyway, um, he's the five seed. He faces the end cat with the winner getting presumably KOK. Um, the three seed in the Jay Lehman Regional, James Vandenberg. JVB. JVB. Um, good year on and off the court, or on and off the field, I should say. <laughs> He's we're, actually Matt We're Gates. a football school. Um, uh, Vandenberg, uh, good year on and off the field. Uh, on the field, took a little bit of criticism because he's the quarterback at Iowa, and that's just the way it goes. But really, his, his numbers were, were good, even if his completion percentage but left a little to be desired. Yeah. Um, off the field, he went bear hunting with Ken O'Keefe. He um, uh, likes to hang out at Bass Pro Shop with his dad. His mom's kind of mm-hmm. good looking. Um, uh, he's bad at fishing. Uh, he's bad as at I fishing. understand it. Yes. Um, 
And Ricky Stanzi kept taking shots at him from like 500 miles away, <laughs> which was funny. Which, which is sort of an American military thing to do. So it's entirely consistent. Right. Um, <laughs> no, he. Uh, I, I think he had a, a, a pretty damn good year. Um, and and obviously, um, you know the, the the comeback against Pitt was a, a day for the ages. Right. Really. Yeah. No, it was. It cemented his place as starting quarterback for two years, oddly enough. I mean, for a game where he really wasn't able to perform for three three quarters you know, worth of damn, he suddenly turned it on and came back with one of the most inexplicable comebacks. I was there and could not yeah. believe what I was seeing. Yeah, and, and I, I think that um, the most important part of it was it was all on him, the comeback. Like, you know, obviously the defense played a major role, too. Um, and uh, also... Uh, pit, uh, turtling, uh, didn't hurt either. But, um, but yeah, it, it, it's not like there was a pick six in there somewhere. And, it, and it's not like, um, you know, Iowa ever got the ball back on its own or on the Panther 25 or anything like that. Like he led three legitimate drives for touchdowns, uh, very quickly and very efficiently and, um, and in a way that, um, you know, boy, that you haven't really seen from an Iowa quarterback in a long time. Let's just put it that way. Yes, I agree with that. I and and it was so good, in fact, that it it forced Ferentz and O'Keefe, hyper conservative as they were, to actually run no huddle uh, for a couple weeks afterwards, <laughs> um, which was just. Fascinating to watch, really. It was. Uh, it, it it wasn't all that worse than um, what they usually ran either. No. So. Um, good year for Vanderbilt. It's a yeah. three seed. That's a, that's a good solid performance by a a junior quarterback. He didn't have the benefits that Ricky had of being able to do love it or leave it or something like that to, to bump him up higher. But a good a good year for him, and he's got one more year to to keep on moving up the the ranks. Yeah, um, but and and also Ricky didn't really let his freak flag fly. Until uh, his senior year, basically. So, right. um, I mean, it kind of kicked off with "Love It or Leave It," and then it all just kind of exploded from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know, may, maybe we'll, maybe this coming year, we'll, we'll see a little bit of JVB's uh, personality come through, for for better or worse. I, that might, it might happen. Uh, might. Two personalities that we've already seen more than enough of, though. Uh, <laughs> teaming up. To be his opponent, the sixth seed in the Jay Lehman Regional, Big Ron and the Noodle, Waka Waka, <laughs> Honk Honk Honk. <laughs> um, backstory for those who don't remember it: uh, back in October, ish, ish, um, I was listening to uh, the KCJJ show with Captain Steve and some other guy, and that uh, was your first mistake, right? And and I was doing it because Pat Hardy was on. And while we make fun of Pat Hardy all the time for uh, his column, he's actually not a bad radio guy. And so I'll listen to Hardy talk about Iowa athletics if it's going to be on for an hour and I've got an hour to kill at work and need something to to, uh, to fill the background space. Um, and so I left it on. And, and, and Hardy wasn't the problem with that show, but my God, that show was bad. <laughs> and so I said something on Twitter about how the show wasn't particularly good. And that somehow led to the guys from KCJJ referring to me in particular, and I think SB Nation in general, mm-hmm. as wannabe hack journalists, which we concede is actually true. Uh, um, <laughs> at least would, in my case. Right. It, it's... I have to tell you, being a hack journalist, it's pretty fun. Yeah. So um, we we decided that rather than try to get into a spitball contest with them on that ground, we just would start our own AM radio show. Um, mm. And that's when Big Ron and the Noodle was formed. It uh, sure is. <laughs> probably a fart. <laughs> waka waka. Um, it was it was the most fun I've had doing a podcast in a long, long time. I, I totally agree. <laughs> and um, it was it was relatively well received. And they were and to be fair to the KCJJ guys, they took it 
it, with the you know joking manner that it was it was given to them and, and were good sports about it and that and thing also they, they put it to bed. bed yeah um so God bless them they, did that guy get elected by the way oh no he got killed oh boy <laughs> he was a Republican running in Johnson County I mean there was. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I mean, he could be he could be Mahatma Gandhi. He's going to lose a race to Republican in Johnson County. Mm-hmm. Um, no politics. Anyway, uh, that's the three six matchup. The two seed in the Lehman Regional, a man who needs no further introduction, Blood Punch. Yeah, you, you had to think that he was going to be there. Right, he's like the Duke of March of Fornication. He's going to be a top two seed every year. He's always going to be in contention. And he usually gets a pretty favorable draw. You know why? Because he's blood punch. Right. He, and, uh, you know, when, when he's not uh, bringing his wrath down on those who dare oppose him, he is one Don Draper motherfucker. Exactly. He? he really is. Right down to that coat he's wearing in that picture where he's got his arms folded and he's giving some look. <laughs> that, like, fuck you, I'm, I'm blood punch look. Yeah. Um Blood Punch had, you know, another a solid year, not a spectacular year. He's had better ones in the past, but he's he's still a serious player in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you know, I, I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that he's not uh, really involved in a whole lot of um, personnel decisions or anything like that this year. Um, but you know, well, what, what, not not publicly. Not publicly. <laughs> Let's not get uh, ourselves here. Right. Not publicly. Yeah. But, um, you know, whenever we've heard from him, uh, it's always, you know, half about um, the issue at hand and, and half to remind everybody that he's Gary Blood Punch Barta, goddammit. Well, no, okay, your, your proportions are a little bit off. It's a third um, information on the matter at hand. <laughs> that's, that's true. About, if about, we're lucky. Yeah, about a third of I'm Blood Punch, leave me alone, and a third of... Hey, by the way, this press conference is brought to you by Mediacom. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and then an extra third of lies. Because, you know, if they're lies, and, uh, then they should totally screw with the mathematics. mathematics. Yes, right. in, indeed. And, and, and Blood Punch lies with the best of them. Man, oh, God, God, he's fantastic. He, he really might be Dick Witham. Right. <laughs> Dick Whitman. Dick Witham's the car <laughs> dealer. Up. He's the car dealer up in Cedar Falls. Sorry. Dick- Dick Witham is his activity. <laughs> Dick Whitman. Um, we should write that. Blood Punch as Don Draper. I could see it. I could see it. Especially with that coat. He's a sharp-dressed man. <laughs> um, Here's, before we go on, the, my, <laughs> my favorite thing about Barta dressed like that is there's this picture of him with Jamie Pollard at an Iowa Iowa State game, and they're 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 conversing. Yeah, uh, I know which one you're talking about. Cordially, and <laughs> Jamie's got on this Iowa State like like a polo shirt or like one of those like long sleeve. It was kind of like a like a mock turtleneck, only not a turtleneck. Yeah, but I mean, you you guys know, uh, you know, like one of those kinds of shirts, and he's got it tucked in in this thin little belt and. Uh, either khakis or jeans or something like it's not a bad look, um, and certainly something you wear when you're you know around polite company or maybe in public, but um, you know don't want to go t-shirt or whatever, uh, but still want people to know that you're rich. Uh, that's that's the way you dress. Right. Arda was in full suit, full regalia, of course, <laughs> and, and, and just uh, and just and you know that while. He had a smile on his face, and Jamie had a smile on his face. You know the conversation was, go to hell, I'm blood punch. <laughs> right. And, um, like, even even Barta's hair was just absolutely immaculate, which it never should be at 8 o'clock at night. And, you know, Pollard's <laughs> got normal guy hair, uh, which, again, is, is totally fine. I mean, people should have normal hair. And Gary Barta is fucking... Um, immaculate. <laughs> that's of course. That's that's your difference that's between, between Iowa and Iowa State writ, writ small right yep. there. Yep. Um, Blood punches uh, opponent, and the two seven in the past has been a tough matchup in March fornication. Seven seeds have won. Um, the seven seed in this case, the scare center. Mm-hmm. 
um, the scarecrow center made up by Ken O'Keefe to patrol the middle of the Iowa zone. Um, by Ken O'Keefe? Or by Fran McCaffrey. Sorry, uh, Fran McCaffrey. <laughs> We're going to get an angry letter about that. I think so. <laughs> the letter's going to throw a chair. <laughs> it will be in all caps. <laughs> Um, the friend McCaffrey created uh, Scarecrow to patrol the middle of the Iowa uh, defensive zone. Um, really funny stuff. It, it is, and it, it 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 had an imposing presence. Yes, there's that great picture where he's like lording over somebody trying to shoot a layup. It was great. Um, um, going back to the angry letter, um, what what font do you suppose friend McCaffrey uses? Comic Sans. <laughs> I think it's either that or Impact. Uh, you know what? It probably isn't Comic Sans because he's too much of a pro for that. <laughs> but, but Impact. Impact might be the case, yeah. Like <laughs> His life is a shouted lolcat caption. <laughs> uh, I'm looking through my fonts right now trying to figure out what else it might be. Um... And when he's drunk, it's wingdings. <laughs> he just puts it in wingdings and goes, deal with it. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, an interesting two-step matchup. There's a, there's a lot of drama on the, in the Lehman Regional. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You've got, you've got Neancat Pollard is a great 4-5 because it, it pits two completely different parts of the BHGP fan base. Yeah, it, it, it's sort of the, uh, the, the Princeton UCLA. Of of March of Fornication, right? Um, Pollard and KOK last year, if you remember right, tried to team up to win it. They could be meeting each other in the second round, which always leads to the possibility that someone creates an alliance. Mm-hmm. Alliances are are um, really uh, crucial parts of yes. March of Fornication. You Indeed. can't you, you can't make the the run by yourself, right? Usually, you end up in a sort of Survivor Series finale where like an entire bracket has just been imploded and everybody's joined up with other people and they just end up fighting it out four on four. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've got a possibility of some intrigue there. Vandenberg is going to be an interesting player in this because he hasn't been prominent in, in BHGP proper, but he's got enough of a fan base as a starting quarterback. And he's up in the second round potentially against Blood Punch, who... Is just an enigma. Mm-hmm. In this he, he, he is he's the lone power broker here. Right. So um, any, he, he is he's the chess master. Any regional with Pollard, KOK, and Blood Punch in it is intriguing enough. But you throw in Vandenberg, where you could get KOK up against his former protege. Mm-hmm. You got a lot that could happen on that one. And on the other side, you've got the top half of that bracket where. It's, it's all people. It's all people. It's all very popular people. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Derby. <laughs> I, I'm, Derby might be the first one to get shut out completely in March <laughs> fornication history. Could, he could. Um, but the bottom half, with all of the the weird sci-fi kind of stuff, the um, the occult, dare mm-hmm. I say, that might come up at, at, when you have both a deity and a uh, a cursed item mm-hmm. in the same in the same region. Very interesting stuff going on this year. Yeah, and um, yeah, I, I, you know, Coach Vending Machine's a real wild card here. He could be, I think, because um, it, it, it's um, to the best of my knowledge, we've never seen what Airbag can do to a coffee machine. To a vending machine. <laughs> There's also. The question of it's always been people, and, and he's and he's got a vendetta. He's got a grudge here. I mean, he he's the shortest term Iowa assistant coach since Chuck Long, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so he, he's the Frank X Louderbur of assistant coaches. <laughs> um, so he could he could have a little bit of fire in the belly to get to get going here for a chance to get into Ferentz. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or getting to Norm, even for that matter, because you know Norm is the guy that he was trying to replace. Um, there's the question of where Greg Davis factors in. Does he fall into the Ferentz camp? Does he fall into the O'Keefe camp? Will he not be involved at all because he's just getting here? Does Phil Parker drink coffee? We don't know. 
Mm-hmm. He might. He might. It might be involuntary. <laughs> it might. It might. He might be getting a nice splash of coffee coming his way. Um, <laughs> that sounds like it should be a euphemism. <laughs> Big splash. You almost splash a coffee. Um, can can the Brommel head take out the knees of airbag, where airbag itself takes out knees on many different things. Mm-hmm. That's that's sort of what I'm looking forward to. Like, uh, I, I don't need to wish any more ill on the Cyhawk Trophy than it's already uh, experienced in its short, uh, hate-filled life. But curse versus curse, um, you know that 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 would be very interesting. And here's the other question: We know James Vandenberg enjoys fishing, hunting, things of that nature. Do we? Does he enjoy morning zoo radio? Because if he does, he could have some trouble with Big Ron and the Noodle. Mm-hmm. If if they if they lure him in with their siren song of uh, controversy and fart noises, <laughs> um, <clears throat> anything can happen. Indeed. So, um, prediction time, Mr. Jacoby. I predict that every match will go off without a hitch. Um, I've got <laughs> right. uh, I've got Ference, um Delivering a decisive blow to Bromelhead uh, in the Tim Brewster Regional, um, and who do you and, have in the other two games? Um, oh well, I, I've got uh, Airbag uh, and also Fran in in a tight one. I think Fran loses a tight one to, to both Norm, or he, he wins a tight one against Norm, loses a tight one to Ferentz because that's you know sort of how it goes with Iowa basketball this year. Um, you know, and, and Fran, the Franimal, uh, is in position to win it, uh, and all he needs is Josh Ogilby, Oglesby to do something correctly at the very end, and it doesn't work. Uh, and then Ference wins. Um, and so then in the, in the Jay Lehman regional, um, I've got, uh, KOK obviously, um, uh, losing to Nyancat. Of course. I, I mean, for you, I don't doubt that at all. Exactly. Um, and then uh, JVB uh, pulling the big rally um, over both uh, Blood Punch and Nian Cat, and so then we've got a uh, um, a Ference versus James Vandenberg final, and um, and then Ference benches him and wins. That seems so anticlimactic. Your bench, well, I win. <laughs> that, that's that's sort of how Kirk Ferentz wants to do it. Either that, or or he or he kneels on it, and Vandenberg takes advantage and wins. Well, as, we've, as we've seen, he can't actually fully kneel. <laughs> that's right. from the debowing. He just kind of squats. Well, well, may, maybe it just comes down to Ferentz ordering Vandenberg, Vandenberg to kneel on himself. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'll take Ferentz. I'll take Norm. I think Norm will will sneak by. For animal, although again, I, I would agree that it's going to be a very close matchup, and, and a lot could depend on actually what happens in the Big Ten tournament. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. <laughs> if they if they end up winning a couple of games, Fran might take this thing if if they get going and <laughs> get on a run. Yeah, get on a run. Yeah. Um, the I got I have I have Rommelhead and uh, Airbag in the second in the round. Um, I have Airbag versus. Uh, uh, Ference, I have Airbag winning that regional, and as he has done Ference many times already. Right. Um, it's hard to beat a beat a team three times in the same year, but if there's one person who could do it, it'd be Airbag. Mm-hmm. Um, other side, I've got Ken O'Keefe. I've got Jamie Pollard. I've got you bastard. I've got James Vandenberg, and I've got Gary Borda. Um, I, there are shenanigans afoot if you get that four. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you right now, something's going to happen if you get those four. Um, but but all of these will be up for legitimate votes. Yes, every single one of them, as they always are. Uh, uh, in, in the first round, anyway. Yeah. Um, and um, I've got Blood Punch versus Jamie Pollard. In one mm-hmm. of the great matchups. Well, by the way, a final four of Ferentz, Airbag, Blood Punch, and Jamie Pollard is awesome. Yes, it is. Um, I have Blood Punch once again coming out on top. 
Um, and what? I, <laughs> over Pollard? Over Pollard? Nah. And, and I have Mediacom winning March of Fornication. Our proud sponsor. Proud sponsor. When, when Gary Barta sells off the naming rights to Airbag. <laughs> it's the Mediacom Airbag. Where, where did Airbag even get the money? <laughs> who's, who's funding Airbag? Oh God. Southern Illinois. Oh boy. Southern Illinois. <laughs> the Saluki football program is funding Airbag. Um, do it. those sons of bitches. Um, okay. Well, I think that'll do it for the night. It, it's, it's that time of year. We're, we're very excited. By the way, um, we're going to be back with a lot of podcasts in March. Um, we've got a few lined up and, um, there's also the WrestleMania podcast that we'll certainly be doing at some point in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, but we'll, the podcast will be back far more than it was during January and February when both Adam and I were, were scrambling on all fronts for other stuff. Um, we, uh, we're happy to be back on the show and we are happy to bring back for the fifth year in a row. Damn straight. Pat Van Adams, Kobe. Have a good one. So long.